Hey there, lovely. Do you want to learn how to choose the right revenue streams for more financial freedom in your life? Then you are totally in the right place because today I'm giving you yet another treat. Yes, I am sharing a little bit of one of my chapters in my Freedom Plan audiobook. And this one is all about how to earn revenue from your sweet spot and some amazing case studies of people who are doing this right now. Are you tapping into your potential? Are you then taking that potential and turning it into a purposeful and profitable online offering so you can impact more people, share your skills and expertise, and make a dent in the world? And are you doing this while living a life that fills you with purpose, happiness, and opportunities for growth? This may all sound too good to be true, and I am telling you, it isn't. These are the big questions that I seek to answer on The Untap Show, a podcast for go-getting humans who know that more is possible for them in life and who want to make real changes and live up to and beyond their human potential. In this weekly podcast, I share nuggets of wisdom on how to do this, combined with inspiring interviews with everyday humans who are doing this right now so that we can all learn from each other. I'm your host, Natalie Sisson, a best-selling author, podcaster, blogger, lifelong learner, triathlete and lover of handstands and who took her humble blog back in 2010 and somehow managed to turn it into a multiple six-figure business by creating different revenue streams based around my skills, talents and knowledge. And I know that this is possible for you too. So every single week, that's what you're going to hear here on this podcast to give you inspiration, motivation, strategy and tactics to do this for yourself and to lead a purpose-driven life. So let's dive in to this week's show. So I hope you've seen a really cool trend here on the Untapped podcast, where I've been inviting guests along to really share their stories about how they took their sweet spot, that intersection between what they know, what they love doing, and what people will pay them for, and turned it into a career or business that is truly serving them, that's aligned with who they want to be, with the purpose that they want in life, and the impact that they want to make. And, you know, Deborah Searle was one of those people who was on the show on episode 24. And I think it was the first time she's actually really shared her story about how she's created a business as a keynote speaker from single-handedly rowing across the Atlantic. So you should definitely check that episode out. And then, of course, I interviewed Elise Dahmer, who turned the sort of love of social media when she was in a job into creating a full-blown marketing agency where she focuses on using Instagram to grow your business. So that was a juicy interview as well because not only did she give you and I tips on how to use Instagram to do that, she also shared the exact path that she got to get there. And I just find it so fascinating seeing how people tap into their potential, which is the whole point of this podcast, and then create a way to work and live that is truly aligned with how they want to show up in the world. And also all the freaking screw ups and fumbles and failures on the way, because that is the beautiful tapestry of life and work that we all get to experience. And so today I wanted to give you, as I mentioned, a special treat. I am very soon releasing the audiobook version of The Freedom Plan. And this whole book is about how to essentially tap into living and working by design and automating and streamlining and systemizing the stuff that you don't love doing so you can focus on doing more of the work that you love. And I've already shared one of the chapters for free with you, which was all about monetizing your expertise. I'm really thrilled to say that I have since launched a new homepage on my nataliesisson.com website 
where you will see this has become the entire theme of my business and what I offer and what I love to help people with. So you can now get an awesome opt-in there called Get Paid to Be You. So I include some of that audio and I also have a beautiful PDF workbook to go along with that. So you can head across to nataliesisson.com. You'll see it all there. I would love to know what you think of the new website. And I'll be doing a whole episode on that because this has been a labor of love just to get to this point. And in many ways, I ended up going right back to my roots of what I love doing and figuring out my own sweet spot. So this is why I'm so passionate about it, because even after 10 years, I'm still doing the work and I'm still using my own tools and templates and experience to actually take myself through this process that I take my coaching clients through and my customers. So in this episode of Untapped, we're going to dive straight in right now. This is all about how do you choose the right revenue streams for you based off your personality, based off your sweet spot, based off all the experiences that you've had in life. And I share around four to five awesome examples. It's not the whole chapter of the book, but it's a big chunk of it. And I really hope you like it. And then of course, if you love it, head across to the Freedom Plan dot co and I'll be sharing details of how you can get the audiobook soon but in the meantime you can get the paperback version the digital version and I'm just kind of loving this resurgence of people who are reading it right now and just appreciating the shout outs on Instagram so if you're enjoying this podcast or if you're enjoying one of my books please shout out on at Natalie Sisson tag me in a photo I just love to know where people are in the world and and at which point my content and my books are entering their life because it's really thrilling as an author to have that validation that you've written something that somebody cares about and finds valuable. It makes a difference. All right, so let's dive into how to choose the right revenue streams for your version of financial freedom. I really hope you enjoy. Chapter six, choosing the right revenue streams for financial freedom. The purpose of this chapter is to help you identify your best path to monetization. Now that you're armed with knowing your entrepreneurial superpowers, it makes sense to see if the revenue streams you currently have, or plan to introduce, are in fact in alignment with your profile and your values. If you want to succeed in making your freedom plan a reality, you have to make sure you structure your current or future revenue streams to serve your financial goals too. For simplicity's sake, I like to break revenue streams down into two methods. Number one, Selling yourself, your services or products. Number two, selling other people's stuff. You need to decide which of those suits you best, or you can combine them both. But bear in mind, the end goal is not to be self-employed. It's to run a business. I make this differentiation as most people start their business trading time for money, and years after are often stuck still doing that. Now, this may be a necessity to get off the ground and bring in immediate income, but within 12 to 24 months, you ultimately want to build a business, one that is not tied to you, your energy, or your activity. While I cover funnels and hiring in the upcoming chapters, you want to decide for yourself today what your freedom plan is. Now, let's dive into the two simplified methods that you can change or swap to at any time to suit your freedom plan. Method number one is selling yourself. This is where you sell your knowledge and skills you've acquired in your lifetime and package it into products and services. This is one of the most natural ways to build a business that you love. You start by marketing and selling yourself via social media, blogging, vlogging, podcasts, interviews, speaking, and positioning yourself as the go-to person in your niche with free content and education people value. From there, you monetize yourself through your platform and create online and offline offerings, virtual or physical, that include one or more of the following online courses, digital products, books, 
coaching slash consulting, group coaching slash training, workshops slash events, services, speaking, software products, or e-commerce. Now, things like coaching and consulting, services and speaking are typically activities that will see you trading time for money, but obviously it's about how you structure it. And as you grow and become more credible, so will your business. I'm the perfect example of this as someone with multiple revenue streams, and there are millions of other people doing the same. I'm about to introduce you to some of them and show you what's possible. Jasper Rebus has made a lifestyle business as an Airbnb expert. In March 2010, Jasper gave up his finance career to pursue a lifelong dream to travel the world full-time. As he puts it, he left behind the lovely apartment, the fancy car, and the big salary to go off and visit up to 75 countries and counting. Yes, he's beating me. To support himself, Jasper has been renting out his apartments on Airbnb. He became such a pro at it, figuring out the best way to maximize his listing, that he went on to position himself as an expert on Airbnb, after initially learning how to make money from it himself. He also did this when the platform was still young, so he established his credibility fast before too many new players came onto the scene. Airbnb is personally one of my favorite tools in the world for finding great accommodation around the world in people's homes, apartments and houses. It lets you find accommodation generally for less money than you would pay for a hotel and for a much more personal and authentic experience. It's also a platform that allows you to host and rent out your own place too. As a result, Airbnb has created a whole community and economy of people who have realized that they can collectively share and rent their places, earn money from it or travel the world and stay in amazing places. Jasper's first Airbnb listing of his Amsterdam apartment in July 2012 met with excellent results. I grossed 13,000 euros for the six months I rented it out in that year, then 40,000 euros in 2013, and over 50,000 euros a year since then. He's making much more money than if he had rented out his apartment to long-term renters. In addition, he wouldn't have been able to stay in his home when he was back in Amsterdam. I stayed in my house for four to six weeks each year. The expenses totaled about 1,000 euros a month, including cleaning and check-ins, condo fees, bills, TV, and internet. The value of the house was around €350,000. Since 2014, his pre-tax return on investment has been almost 11%, which is great. And in June 2014, he took it further. He launched his Amazon book, Get Paid for Your Pad, because he realized people wanted to know how to become successful at listing on Airbnb, and there weren't any good resources out there. The launch was incredibly successful, which helped position Jasper as the go-to expert on how to make the most of your Airbnb listing and create your own lifestyle of freedom. Jasper was invited to the Airbnb headquarters where he met with the founders who support his work, and he's held workshops at the Airbnb Open, their yearly hosting event. He's been featured all around the web, including the prestigious New York Times. He makes money from selling his book on Amazon and also has affiliate deals with Airbnb startups like Everbooked, Beyond Pricing and Payfully that all help you maximize your Airbnb listing and scheduling. Along with the book launch, he started a weekly podcast in which he interviews Airbnb hosts from all around the world. He also found sponsors that pay for the production costs of the podcast. Jasper has since invested in short-term rental properties in Colombia, the Philippines, and Thailand. He's documenting his experiences, which will form the foundation of his upcoming book on how to invest with the purpose of renting out on Airbnb. Jasper is a great example of someone who took something, taught himself more about it, and then started monetizing his expertise by teaching the information to others. As a result, he gets invited to speak at conferences around the world. That's strategic hustling at its best. Nora Dunn does financial planning from the road. 
While running her financial planning business in Toronto, Canada, Nora became increasingly aware that her lifelong dream to intensively travel the world was actually slipping away. So in 2006, she took the plunge and sold up, and she has been traveling in a financially sustainable manner ever since. She realized that the vital component of her happiness came through travel. Therefore, she set about building an income stream that would support her life of travel. It dawned on me that my lifelong penchant for the written word could translate into an income earned around the world, with little more than an internet connection and a laptop. Nora used the proceeds from selling her former business to fund the first two years of her travel. She budgeted $20,000 a year. While traveling, Nora has used her free time to set up her freelance writing career. She took advantage of her early start in blogging as the professional hobo, which I love as a name, and has crafted a viable business by marrying her experience in full-time travel and her previous career in finance. I wrote for finance publications about travel, and I wrote for travel publications about finance. On my website, I marry the two topics to teach people how to travel full-time in a financially sustainable way. It was a long, slow process to get it all going though, and given the blogging industry was still brand new at the time, I stumbled my way up the learning curve feeling very much like I was inventing the wheel by myself. But as you can see, Nora has found her sweet spot for her own career, which is, as she puts it, freelance writer and blogger on travel, personal finance and lifestyle design, which might seem random. Well, that's kind of what I do, but it's actually complimentary. As she pointed out, she is a concert pianist, which is good for typing. She is a salesperson, which is good for creating compelling pitches to editors, as well as telling good stories in her articles. She's a financial professional, so she can write about finance and travel. She was an administrative assistant, so she knows how to run a business. And she is a skydiver, so she has that sense of adventure for travel. So you can see how she's combined all those things that she loves to do into her sweet spot. Nora's annual earnings have ranged from $22,000 to $43,000. Although she could easily earn more than that, she chooses to work less and focus extra time on her lifestyle and travels. She documents her annual income and expenses every year on her blog to demonstrate how her full-time travel lifestyle is financially sustainable. One of the benefits of my nomadic existence in developing my writing career was that I consistently found that the cost to travel full-time has been less than the cost to live in one place, so in the years when I wasn't earning much from writing, I could still quite happily live on very little. Paul and Cheryl Shard get paid to sail the world. In 1999, when they had just turned 30, Paul and Cheryl set out on a two-year sailing sabbatical that they had been saving for since high school. They fell in love with the cruising lifestyle and found the money they'd saved would allow them to carry on traveling for a third of the year of cruising. They sailed over 20,000 nautical miles and visited 23 countries as a result. Paul's background was in IT, but he freelanced as a photographer and videographer. Cheryl's background was in theatre and film. It just made sense that they document their adventures. When they returned to Canada in 1992, they cut an hour documentary, Call of the Ocean, about their first trip, and the Discovery Channel licensed it for their Search for Adventure series. People loved it and wanted to see more, and the rest is history. They've now been sailing and living aboard for almost 30 years, and have shot two series about the sailing life, Exploring Under Sail and Distant Shores. Distant Shores is now in its 11th season, with 130 half-hour episodes and more to follow when the Shards sail their new boat to the South Pacific. Television production is their main income. Distant Shores is broadcast worldwide in 24 languages and in six continents. The show is also available online as HD downloads on Vimeo and on DVD through their distantshores.ca website. We also have a YouTube channel which we've been building now, 40,000 plus subscribers, to extend our global reach, which is an added source of income through monetization via ads and sponsorship. 
Paul and Cheryl have now sailed over 100,000 miles, have made eight ocean crossings with a ninth on the way, and documented their travel experiences sailing to more than 60 countries and colonies around the Atlantic Ocean, Caribbean, Mediterranean, North Sea and Baltic Sea. They sail about eight months a year while filming. The rest of the time they're working in the Shard Multimedia Studio at home in Canada. This is where they do post-production on the shows they've just shot, and they also conduct seminars at boat shows and yacht club events. They write for sailing publications and have written a best-selling book called Sail Away, a guide to outfitting and provisioning for cruising, which is now being updated to its third edition. Occasionally, they host sail training weeks aboard their boat for fellow sailors or those new to the lifestyle who are hoping to do some long-distance travelling on their own boats in the future, especially those planning it for their retirement. Paul and I feel blessed that our work as authors, speakers and television producers of the Distant Shores Sailing Adventure TV series, as well as other travel documentaries, has enabled us to keep earning our living while exploring the world by sailboat for almost 30 years now. And here's how they make money. They're full-time television producers, filming when they're on the boat and editing when they're home. Their main form of income is from license fees from TV broadcasters. They also earn money through product placement and sponsorships in the TV series and speaking engagements. They earn royalties on their books and DVDs, and in the near future, this revenue will likely come from YouTube. Cheryl and Paul could also rent out their property while living on the boat as another revenue stream, but they choose not to since their schedule varies too much and they have a part-time employee that works in their home office managing the administrative side of the business, book and DVD orders. They have turned their passion for sailing into a full-time business. They've honed their skills in videography and photography to create documentaries of sailing the world, and it all sounds pretty awesome to me. Greg and Rachel Denning discover, share and inspire as a world school family. Rachel Denning had never owned a passport until she was married with four children. While pregnant with their fourth baby, she took a trip to Mexico, back when only birth certificates were required, with her husband Greg and a flame was ignited for more adventure. That trip also helped her realise she wanted her children to learn languages, experience cultures and customs, and have the world as their classroom. So in 2007, she and Greg sold their belongings, packed up the SUV, and drove with their four children, all under the age of four, through Mexico and Central America to Costa Rica, where they planned to live indefinitely. But they couldn't stay put, and since then they've pursued long-term family travel for over 10 years, living in and travelling to more than 30 countries on five continents, and adding three more children along the way. As a family, they have discovered that the world is too big to stay in one place. There is too much to see, to do, and to experience. Their family motto is to live a good story, and much of their decisions, big and small, are measured against whether or not it'll make a good story. One of the most common questions Greg and Rachel receive about their lifestyle is, how do you pay for it? That hasn't always been an easy question to answer. We didn't know the answer for many years. We asked others and tried a lot of things, many of which failed, before finding a financial groove. The one thing they learned along their journey, meeting other travellers and expats, was that it was possible to live this lifestyle if you wanted it bad enough. This knowledge gave them the inspiration to never give up until they found their answer. There is not just one financial answer to funding long-term travel or an international lifestyle. There are as many options as there are people. Some work for a government embassy, start a business abroad or work remotely. Others are digital nomads, providing business support online or managing their own online empires. The Dennings funding has morphed over the years, but they currently earn an income from Greg's mentoring and teaching of homeschooled and online students, as well as leading outdoor and international youth and family trips. In 2017, he guided students to learn about World War II in Europe, 
do humanitarian work in Guatemala, backpack in Colorado, adventure camp with peers in Utah, and climb to base camp in Nepal, not to mention being a keynote speaker at the Family Adventure Summit. Rachel's work doesn't pay except in ways that aren't measured in currency. Travel planning for a family of nine is nearly a full-time job. Educating and cleaning up after her seven balls of fire takes up the rest of her time. Whatever is left over is spent writing their memoirs. Travelling with your family is not only doable, it's like a MasterCard commercial. It's priceless, and you will never regret making the decision and the effort to do it, no matter how insurmountable the obstacles may seem at times, says Rachel. All right, so that was just a little sneak preview of some of Chapter 6 of the Freedom Plan book. You can find the show notes for this, and you can opt in to get your own copy of Get Paid to Be You, the audio version, and the PDF guide, which has templates and awesome stuff in it, at nataliesisson.com. Just go there, it's on the homepage, or if you want the show notes for this podcast, nataliesisson.com forward slash 026. I hope you've been enjoying listening to this. If you feel like rating and reviewing on iTunes or Stitcher or even Spotify, wherever you are listening to this podcast, I would so appreciate it because that actually gets my podcast in front of other people who may need to hear this message. Another really simple way of doing it is just to share this with a friend, share the link to this podcast, share this podcast from your podcast player app in WhatsApp or in however you want to get it out to them and say, hey, listen to my friend Natalie. She's got something cool to say and it might just help you to get paid to be you and to do the work that you love. Thank you so much for tuning in to Untapped, the podcast where it's all about tapping into your potential to get paid to be you. I'm Natalie Sisson and I am so going to bed because I've been recording my audiobook all week and I can hear my voice going strange. Yeah, so strange. All right, take care.